value beyond connectivity. How do you solve your network problems and transform your business? On this episode of Connected with Lori, please join my guest, Bob Galt from Geoverse, so we can learn all about private cellular networks and their importance. I'm your host, Lori Caruso. Get ready to be amazed. Hey, Bob, how are you today? I am so happy that you're on the show. Thanks for joining. Lori, I'm doing great. Doing great. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Bob, you're Chief Commercial Officer at Geoverse. Tell yes. me tell me what you're doing there. What's happening? What's your role there at Geoverse? It's a fancy title, Lori, for saying <laughs> that I've got responsibility for sales and marketing across Geoverse. So that's what I got responsibility for. I was, I was asked to come in here and see if we can fire up the enterprise space. Well, I love it. And as soon as I did hear that you're going to be part of the show, I was excited because I always love to talk to the main marketer that's going to push this out there, get it branded. I love branding and I love to hear it. I'm so curious about this innovation that you may hold to get Geoverse to the next. It's, it's, been, it's been really cool. And it's because of where I came from, Lori, right? I came from the enterprise space. I was with Cisco forever. And then before that, I was with Extreme Networks, who was an enterprise networking company. And so, you know, coming over here to Geoverse has been great because we're able to blend the, the best of both worlds, which is, you know, high capacity cellular and uh, with CBRS. And then what we're also able to do is just, you know, we're able to make help customers and partners become their own providers. And when we're doing that, we're able to help them monetize and find new opportunities in their business models that they weren't able to do before, which is exactly what I was looking for in my next, my next journey. Your next journey. So I used to do a lot of work and I still do in the enterprise space for sure. And I always know that's a spot, you know, that needs help. They, you know, know that they need to have network infrastructure. They have to have it built in their, in their area. They might not have carriers coming on boards necessarily saying, Hey, we want to, you know, fund this. We want to provide all of this equipment for you. Like you might see in an arena or something of a larger scope, but enterprise definitely has some difficulties. Talk to me a little bit about what you guys are doing at Geoverse for the enterprise model. Well, so we're, uh, I would say that we're serving the underserved markets. And so the underserved markets, specifically areas like, uh, you know, communities or venues or middle enterprise have always had a difficult time um, getting access to the tier one providers. Uh, It's difficult to orchestrate, orchestrate. It's difficult to coordinate all that. You have to manage that. It gets expensive to deploy. Then it gets expensive from a total cost of ownership. So with Geoverse, we're able to provide them with a private cellular network, but we're also able to provide them an extended uh, coverage into the tier one providers that they couldn't get before. And Geoverse will orchestrate, manage that, and do it all through, you know, we're almost like the broker to get out to all the other service providers that they couldn't do before on their own or they couldn't afford to do on their own. And I always say, you definitely have to have a trusted partner to be able to help you strategize with technology and networks. And, you know, I mean, just being in the industry for as long as I have, I know that, you know, these companies are going in on their own to try to figure out how to, you know, how to get creative through this process maze. But, you know, having that partner, what, what are some of the other things that you can provide to the enterprise? What are, you, what are your, your sweet spots, so to speak, on how you can help them? Well, our sweet spots, you know, I would say that, that the profile of our customer is, you know, a customer that's in a remote 
area of the country. They're just geographically in a tough spot where connectivity, it's essential, but it's limited, their ability to be able to get connectivity uh, because the, the alternatives are, they're not great, right? So yeah. we can save the day and provide them with, with the connectivity. I'd say another sweet spot for us is just that transient user. That user who is looking to have mobile connectivity in five bar service, whether they're indoor and moving outdoor, and they still want to have that five bar service or outdoor moving to indoor, you want that five bar service. And, you know, as IR, IoT starts to ramp up in all these different applications, the applications on everybody's phone, your iPad, it's just going to be that much more important. They can't afford to have a drop. Could be a video, could be a PowerPoint presentation. They could be on a conference call as they're mobile. And we've got a lot of customers, Laurie, who are they're looking for somebody to provide them with, I'll say, a service management layer, if that makes sense. They have a real limited IT staff. They have hundreds and hundreds of customers. And then their customers have hundreds and hundreds of customers. But they only have a, two or three people in their IT staff. So they need help with that. So we can help them with cross-allocation, provisioning their own networks, govern who's on the network, why they're on the networks, just giving them insight to what's going on. And then obviously a customer who's looking for security. They need unique security requirements and that's what private cellular can do in complementing complementing Wi-Fi, which is generally what a lot of enterprise customers have today anyway. Well, you bring up really great points. I mean, security, cost, people, you know, lack of resources. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, we've got so many different things that are going against you know, the enterprise or anyone at that at that model to be able to get this deployed successfully. That's why it's so important to have partners like yourself to be able to do that. And, you know, I want to get into the, the you could say the private cellular network. I, I'm intrigued by that. Private cellular network, 5G, LTE network. Tell me a little bit about the difference and why what it means. I mean, you add and couple CBRS to it. There's a lot of acronyms and a lot of information. So maybe you can break that down a little bit for us. Well, there's spectrum that's out there. There's what's called shared spectrum that's out there. It's been available for years. Well, the DOD, Department of Defense, has been using it. And then, well, they've had it all. And what they realized is by the, in 2019, they said, we have all the spectrum. We can't use it. We haven't been using it. So why don't we make it available to the general public? So that's what they did. They made this spectrum available to the general public. So people that are using the spectrum, they can get up to 150 megahertz of capacity in that private cellular area that they are. And if you think about that, that's very, it's equivalent to some of the, the, the tier one, what the tier one providers are, are providing. So it's about leveraging the shared spectrum that the government made available and then on top of that, what Geoverse did is that we said, you know what, we want to buy some licenses to that spectrum. And the licenses basically means is that we're going to give you dedicated spectrum or frequency within that spectrum. It's yours. Nobody else can have it. So it basically gives, uh, you know, additional, it gives additional spectrum within the spectrum where an enterprise user or a customer knows that they can get access to that because they have a priority access license from a company like Geoverse. So, wow, wow. Yeah. so you own it. Yes, well, at the end of the day, they, you know, we, the customer can own it, right? Okay. The customer right. can own their own spectrum. 
And lots of times that happens, Lori. A, a customer went out and they bought their own spectrum, but now that they bought the spectrum, they have no idea what to do with it. No idea what to do with it. They don't know how to fire it up so that they can use it across the enterprise. So then they'll call on a company like Geoverse and Geoverse can provide them with a total turnkey solution. We can provide them with the software to get access to the other tier one providers. We can deploy it, we can manage it, we can maintain it, we can provide the SIM cards. So an enterprise customer can focus on their core, their core competencies and outtask the spectrum over to a company like Geoverse. Wow, I didn't realize that you did all of that. That's pretty unbelievable because I do know, I mean, at the height of, you know, let's purchase, we have to have, you know, CBRS. We want to make sure that we can monetize and, and have this private network. And then what? We go and buy it. We are ready to go. No, we're not. We're not ready to go. We have so much more to do. Right. Yep. There's wow. Lots of fun. There's lots wow. of fun. And it's a very, very nascent market, right? That hit really hit it really hit a hiccup last year because of the pandemic. So it's basically like we're starting all over again in this marketplace. And there you have it, pandemic. I wanna get to that in a second. I also wanna talk to you a little bit about monetization. I can't wait to get back to that, but we're gonna take a short break right after this. We'll be right back. Engineering Wireless Services, EWS, provides comprehensive turnkey design, build, maintenance, upgrade, management, and consulting services in the cellular, public safety, and private LTE telecom business sectors. EWS has the experience, resources, and technical skills required to meet our customers' needs while ensuring compliance with complex local, state, and federal regulations. For more information on how EWS can help your communication needs, please call 480-968-6000 or visit our website, engineeringwireless.com. Extinet is the leading private owner and operator of converged communications infrastructure, delivering advanced mobility and fiber connectivity both indoors and out. Focused on delivering tomorrow's connectivity today, Extinet designs, builds, and operates future-proof, ultra-fast, high-bandwidth, low-latency, and highly secure networks, all based on industry standards. Whether customers need fiber-connected small cells, neutral host in-building wireless networks, private wireless networks utilizing the CBRS 3.5 gigahertz spectrum, mobile edge computing with Extinet's edge hub or enterprise connectivity solutions, Extinet has your 5G solutions covered for all of your wireless needs. For more information, visit our website at extinetsystems.com. Welcome back. We have Bob Galt, Chief Commercial Officer at Geoverse. Bob, again, thanks for being on the show. Right before the break, we were talking about a couple of things. We we're talking about monetization of the CBRS network. Mm -hmm. How do customers monetize? I'm curious. Like, they have this great system, this great network. What do they do next? Let's bring some yeah. money to it. I think, I think some of it, Laurie, depends on who the customer is and depends on the vertical as well. Right, because what we're doing is we're providing a horizontal solution, and then depending on how it's deployed and how the customer is using it, it's providing a vertical outcome for them. And so, if you have, we, you know, we, we've got we're pretty big in the hospitality space. Within the hospitality space, I'd say it's gaming. Within hospitality, we have a large customer there, seven seaters. They're a resort and a casino. 
And there were large indoor coverage and capacity play, for lack of a better term. That's what, that's what they were looking for. And so we're providing them with that, but we're also working with one of our key ecosystem partners, a company called Orion Labs. And Orion Labs is helping to provide the software or the services for a push-to-talk service. And so how Seven Cedars is using the network is they're using a private CBRS network to get access to the back office applications for their staff because it's a large venue, indoor and outdoor, and they have to know where their staff is all the time. And it's a really difficult problem. It seems simple. You know, where's Lori at? Well, I don't know. We have to go find her. Well, so I'm on break. If they use private, as people say that about me all the time, I'm always on break. I'm like, no, I'm here. I'm here. But with privates, they can use the private CBRS network with push to talk to be able to locate the employees and where they're at throughout the facility. Why is that good for seven seaters? Well, it saves them time. It saves them money. It increases the productivity of the staff and it improves the overall customer experience. But then you flip that private CBRS network and then say, how's it work for the customer? Well, it opens up new opportunities. They're moving into a digital concierge service. So when you walk in as a, I'll say a gold label customer of Seven Seaters, they're going to give you an iPad. And that iPad is going to be, give you the opportunity to be able to engage in your room, across the venues. If you want to gamble offline and you want to do that outside the casino for whatever reason, you're on a golf cart or on, around the golf course and you're with somebody and you say, hey, I want to play some cards, you'll be able to do that or you can do it off hours. At the end of the day, that's what the casino is all about. They want to provide you a great experience, but they want to make sure that you're gambling and our private CBRS networks allowing them to do that. So that's one of the ways that one of our customers is monetizing the network. That's really cool. And we always talk about innovation on the show. Talk about innovation. My goodness. I can gamble anywhere, including on the golf course. They got got a captive audience. Captive audience. Yes. Yeah. There's a reason why they keep building out wing after wing after wing. It's not because you're winning, Laurie. (laughs) No, it's not for (laughs) sure. There's no question about that. All right. Well, we're talking about the casino. Let's stay on the casino for a second. The pandemic. We're among the pandemic, right? I'm sure we aren't seeing the amount of folks that are going into these hotels, these uh, you know casinos. What are they doing? I mean, what's happening? What's happening in your world today because of the pandemic, and how are you changing it? Yeah, I think I think that the pandemic probably put a pause in the marketplace by about a year. Oh, and I'd say it put a pause in. Uh, lots of activities that were happening across each of the verticals easily for about a year. And you can start to see it bubble back up again, right? The activity is getting high. But if you think about commercial real estate, Laurie, and you think about retail, nobody was going into retail. Nobody was going into their offices. And so they were two big indoor markets that we were focused on going into 2019. So the pandemic hits you have to hit the restart button and say, so what do we do now? And so where we're seeing a lot of activity is in state local education. And, you know, if you think about that from a municipality and an education perspective, it makes a lot of sense. People need new places to work. They need new places to play. They need new places to learn. And where's it at? It's at their home. But they didn't have the connectivity to help them learn, to help them work, to help them have fun. So SLED became a huge opportunity for us and the players in the private CBRS space because they needed connectivity. They needed to provide uh, virtual learning to students and education. 
right? And they needed to provide citizens who didn't have broadband, they needed to provide them access. So where commercial real estate dropped, state local education offset that. And so, you know, the, the, that's where we'll be focusing in outdoor markets. And then you're slowly seeing the indoor markets starting to pick back up as normalcy. We take modest steps towards normalcy this, this year. Well, it's pretty incredible because on the show, I mean, I'm always talking about the fact that, you know, the people are now leaving the cities where every, you know, the infrastructure is so great. I mean, the carriers, you know, have capacity for the most part in the cities. I can't say they do in every city, but, you know, they're really working on that, you know, to make sure because that's where the crowds go. But now we're not going to the cities anymore, necessarily. We're working from home. Now we're sitting in a rural area, like I'm in New Hampshire. And, you know, I had to readjust. I had to do so many different things to make it successful so we could have these Zoom calls and be, you know, on this uh, this podcast. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about that. I know, you know, it was a quick change too. When we first had this pandemic come out, we had to pivot quickly. Yeah. And, you know, you, you said you're not going to the cities anymore. Well, the cities are going to you now. And that's how it's changed dramatically, right? right? And so there's been all this talk about smart cities for years and years and years. Uh, we have a customer called the city of Tucson. It's in a large, rolling out a large municipal network for everything that I just highlighted earlier. Um, they, need, they, have, they have school districts across, across five different counties. They have tens of tens of thousands of students, Lori, that were no longer in the classroom. Now they're going home and they no longer have the broadband connectivity that you and I are used to. And so how are they going to learn, right? So the city of Tucson took the initiative and they also leveraged the funding that's out there that the government's extending to them. It's the CARES Act funding. And they're making their plans come to life. The plans that they've had on the docket for years, they're dusting them off and they're getting the funding. And the pandemic created a compelling event that said we need to move to, towards these smart city initiatives faster. So they're closing, closing the digital divide. They're giving everybody access to connectivity. Um, they're creating, uh, they're giving everybody access to virtual learning, but they're making their city smarter. So when you think about how are they monetizing CBRS well, the city of Tucson's creating smart traffic lighting. So to improve the flow of traffic throughout the city, it's going to only going to help congestion. Um, they're implementing digital water meter reading so that somebody like you or I doesn't have to go to every single house to read the water meter. Well, think about the time and the expense associated, associated with that. So they're just getting more and more creative. What is it? Necessity is the, the mother of invention and creativity. And that's what the pandemic caused and that's what the CBRS private CBRS network is delivering as a solution. What a great point again, you know, and I'm really hopeful that we're going to get on one of the next episodes, the city of Tucson on the show. So we can actually talk to them about how they did it. Yep. Well, Fingers across that's going to happen. We'll see if we can make that happen. I would love that. I would love that. So I know we're talking about education. We're talking about a whole different, you know, vertical change, so to speak, from connected from commercial real estate, connecting those buildings. What other verticals, what other verticals are you guys working with as well? Well, um, my, mining. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. That's interesting. 
ports are our big vertical for us, or I'll say intermodal, which is ports and airports okay. are vertical for us. Uh, you have logistics, and I would say logistics, not just the traditional logistics that you're used to, Laurie, like the DHLs, the FedExes, the UPSs, but also the, the logistics arms of retail. So the non-carpeted retail that needs additional coverage that Wi-Fi can't support in their, in their logistic warehouses. Uh, and then I would say that what we're seeing now is maybe the, the first indoor activity that's coming back to life is really in healthcare. And so they're the verticals that we're focusing on. And Lori, I want to tell you that because we're not focused on it, doesn't mean we don't have a solution for it in a traditional enterprise. That just seems like they, but those verticals just seem like they make the most sense for us, for us at this point in time. It's a great point. Tell me also, what are some of your headwinds that you're seeing? I mean, I'm sure people are looking at this and saying, wow, it's pretty innovative. It's pretty exciting, but you must see some challenges doing this. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, any nascent market, right? Anything that's new, you look back over the years, the number one thing, the number one headwind is education. You have to educate, 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 and you have to continue to do it because there's so many different terms. There's so many different players that are in this market. And so it can get so confusing for a customer and partner. And so when confusion happens, what happens? They just fall back into their comfort level. Yep. So we have to educate in a way that just makes it simple and easy for the partner and the customer to understand. Uh, and then we have to really make sure that we're honing in on the fundamental principles that are going to help address their business problems help create up opportunities for them and a great customer experience for them and then for their customers. And so we just have to continue to do that. And then Lori, we have to figure out a way how we extend that into our partner communities. So our partner communities can represent us the right way in front of their customers. So they're clear and with their customers and how, you know, what private site is all about. So I would tell you that we're going to be spending the year just fielding all the different interests, answering a lot of questions educating a lot of our customers, and then just circulating the use cases that they're all interested in seeing. That's, that's the challenge for this year. I'll say the opportunity for this year. Education, 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 yep. learn. This is not something that's easy. You need a trusted partner like Geoverse in this network, in this society, in this realm to be able to get this stuff done, right? Absolutely. I thought I was finished with school. <laughs> we are. We're educating all over again. Never ending. It's never yeah. ending. All right. So, Bob, I usually end on my last little question here. What was your pandemic pivot? I mean, considering we just went through, through this pandemic over a year ago now, what are you doing differently today, personally or privately through the company? What are you doing different today that you weren't doing before this pandemic? I would say that, uh, well, so with the pandemic, I absolutely watched way too many Netflix movies, right? Played way too many board games, I, over, overindulged, whether it was uh, my favorite beverage or food, you know? So it was like, I've got to get out of that. I have to absolutely get out of that and start to actually string together a business sentence and get back into, you know, just a normal work routine. And so, you know, you can just feel that happening, Laurie, so when, <laughs> the restaurants and just being able to go out. It's uh, you can just back to normalcy. So back to normalcy. There's no question to be able to go out. You're absolutely right to be able to be, I don't know, sit down and relax and not have to cook something and clean it up afterwards. It's just right. so nice. 
and listen, there was nothing wrong with it. And, you know, God forbid everybody was safe and healthy and, and friends and family, but it's, it's time. It's ready to move on to normalcy. It's time and it's springtime. We're getting warmer weather. It's, it's here. We're ready. That's, and, and it's time for CBRS. CBRS. I love it. I love it. Bob Gall, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. It was a pleasure. Laurie, thanks for having me. I had a great time. Absolutely. We'll see you again on the next show, hopefully. City right, of Tucson. We're going to do that. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Interested in being part of our show or advertising on our podcast? Contact us at info at fifthgenmedia.com for more information. We'd love to be a part 